we celebrate Jesus and we enjoy his presence once again we thank God for bringing us all together hallelujah okay so straight away I want to go into the word of God uh, let's go to the book of 1st Corinthians chapter 10 let's go to 1st Corinthians chapter 10 and let us read 1st Corinthians chapter 10 will be the scripture on which we will dwell mostly today the chapter 10 okay <clears throat> so let's read from verse 1 it says moreover brethren I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud all all passed through the sea all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea all ate the same spiritual food okay that's it let us stop at verse number three so we got to realize that the journey of the people of Israel from Egypt uh, to the land of Canaan it's uh, it's filled with prophetic revelations yes it's filled with pro 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 prophetic revelations and especially that journey signifies the journey of a Christian from the land of bondage from the life of slavery into the promised land how can we enter God's rest okay the promised land is not about milk and honey the promised land uh, God wanted to take them there in the land of Canaan mainly for them to rest I have talked I have spoken about rest about entering God's rest how important it is and why do people cannot enter God's rest okay so so from the land of bondage from the land of slavery journeying to the promised land to Canaan it's that that story or that part in the Bible is full of mysteries revelation and prophetic insights because that very journey signifies the journey of a Christian okay teaches how a Christian is supposed to journey and Paul is going back to that part in the Bible of the people of Israel what happened to them and he is giving revelations here by the way okay and he is referring to that scripture to exhort the church of Corinthians okay to understand that when you are you have received Christ and you are baptized in the death of Christ I, am, I will come the water baptism signifies the baptism of death okay and unfortunately even though many are water baptized in the right manner by immersion inside the water the right teaching of baptism the revelation of baptism it's not been given to people when people are baptized okay stay with me so Paul is speaking here about he is talking about the people of Israel okay and he is saying that all of them were under the cloud and all of them passed through the sea okay are we together and then he is saying that they were all baptized into what into Moses what is that they were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea okay they were baptized into what Moses in the cloud in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food verse number four and all drank the same spiritual drink for they drank of that spiritual rock 
that followed them and that was Christ. That rock was Christ. Do you remember God asked Moses to speak to the rock so that water can come out of the rock? Okay. Moses and Aaron were in the presence of God. God spoke, okay, go and speak to the rock. But Moses, I, I don't have time to go there, but Moses was in anger and in rage. So when God was speaking to Moses, he was not listening. Okay. Has it happened in your house that you are, for example, your husband is talking with you and your mind is somewhere else and your husband gave you instructions for two minutes, but and you don't even remember what he said because your mind was somewhere else. Yeah? Hallelujah. That is what happens with many people in the meeting. They are in the meeting, but their mind goes in the marketplace and thinks, when will I buy the vegetables and come back home and cook the food? So the mind is somewhere else and they don't understand what the person is speaking. So Moses was like that. Moses was in anger. God was speaking, speak to the rock. And what he went and did is, in anger and rage, he forgot, he did not listen to God any which ways and he struck the rock. For striking the rock, God did not allow Moses to go into the promised land. God took him off. Yeah, he died. After that, his death came and God told you will not go Moses. Your time has come because you have disobeyed my commands. That once in why? Because that rock that he hit was Christ. Are we understanding? It was Christ who was giving the the rock was Christ. And Moses hit the rock. He was supposed to speak to the rock. We are supposed to uh, go to Jesus in prayer. Not put demands on Jesus and hit Jesus. Uh, stay with me. That is what Israel did. We will come to that at a later part. That is what Israel did. And there are the, there are the four sins of Israel. One of them is they hit God. How? by complaints and by their demands they hit god okay and Mo and moses hit the rock hallelujah who hit jesus in the in the in the new testament who was responsible to put jesus on the cross the children of israel they hit jesus they killed jesus they were responsible not the roman empire the roman empire was just a medium they were the one who were insisting to crucify they hit jesus I don't want to go into the roots. Roots. Why is Israel against Jesus? It starts from Jacob. It starts from Jacob. Do you remember? The Bible says a man came to Jacob in the night. Hmm? And what did Jacob do? Did not pray to him. Started to fight with him. Fight with him. Fight with him. And at last when the man saw that Jacob would not, Jacob would not give up. The man touched the hips. Socket of his hips. And it got dislocated. Are we together? It got dislocated. And then he was going and Jacob told, no, I, I want the blessing. So he was demanding to that man. And the man told, okay, what is your name? He said, Jacob. Okay, from now on, you will be Israel. What is Israel? What is the meaning of Israel? Contending with God. Fighting with God. Okay. So the nature of the Israeli people and that man was Jesus. Who came to Jacob. I don't have time to show you. I, that is not my topic at all. But I am telling you a glimpse. Of what, what we are going into tonight. Hallelujah. And so that man was Jesus. With whom Jacob fought. And that's why even still. Israel is on the law. And law is fighting with God. Contending with God. And taking the blessings. Not depending on him. And uh, being, being receiving his grace. 
that is the life of the spirit but the life in the law is fighting is doing things by our own self is having our own righteousness hallelujah that trait of jacob are was in the children of jacob that is what happened in the new testament okay the children of jacob fought jesus the children of jacob fought who jesus in the new testament now in jacob's family you know who signified jesus joseph jacob's family took joseph put him in inside the pit okay and kill you know signifying they killed him they thought he's he has died but again in the in the new form of the prime minister of egypt he sat on the throne and jacob and all his children came back to joseph that signifies that in the end times israel has to bow down to jesus the children of jacob have to bow down to jesus so that's a prophetic revelation of the old testament and there is a lot of revelations and the shadows of jesus and his life in the old testament okay are we understanding that spiritual rock was jesus that followed the people of israel to give them water to satisfy that thirst wherever they went but they did not understood the rock was christ even moses did not understand that rock was christ that's why he hit the rock are we understanding okay stay with me so coming back to the people of israel okay now the people of israel experienced salvation as we experienced and they they went through baptism as we undergo baptism and i am going to cover some insights and revelations on the topic of baptism today in this topic uh, in today's uh, meeting okay so first of all the people of israel had a experience of salvation and baptism under the cloud that is the baptism okay l- let it be i will not say that baptism under the cloud in the person of moses and in the water but yet they perished yet they per- perished okay now let's go to exodus chapter 14 let's see what paul is talking about what is the baptism he is talking about <coughs> let's go there in the book of exodus chapter 14 verse number let us read from verse number 10 and when pharaoh drew near the children of israel lifted their eyes and behold the egyptians marched after them so they were very afraid and the children of israel cried out to the lord okay then they said to moses this is when they were in the front in front of the red sea then they said to moses because there were no graves in egypt have you taken us away to die in the wilderness why have you so dealt with us to bring us up out of egypt now why is the lord bringing them out of egypt why so that they may have salvation salvation is not found in the land of slavery salvation is when you allow god to take you out of slavery slavery of sin slavery and bondage of corruption and of uh, laboring in the in the kingdom of darkness that is salvation that that is why god wants to take them out but here they are resisting the hand of god and complaining okay we'll not we'll go to that 
point at a later stage but let's go to verse 13 what Moses says it's very important and Moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today what did Moses say stand still and see the what salvation everyone says salvation, salvation. of the Lord which he will salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today for the Egyptians you whom you see today you shall see again no more forever mighty scripture that is salvation okay that is the shadow of salvation that will come in the New Testament through Jesus Christ the Son of God what is salvation what is salvation uh, for the people of Israel yes they saw the salvation on the day the Red Sea was parted and they came out of the boundary of Egypt. The last limitation that limited the people of Israel to come out of Egypt was the Red Sea, was the waters of the Red Sea. And they, the Red Sea was parted and they came out and that was salvation. Stay with me. What is salvation? First of all, before going to baptism, what is salvation? Salvation is dying in the old body of sin and living in the new life given by the spirit write it down salvation is dying in the old body of sin and living in the new life given by the spirit that is that is what i am saying in context of the new testament but in this context for them salvation is when they cross the red sea they died to egypt Okay, hallelujah. When they crossed the Red Sea, they were supposed to die to Egypt. They were supposed to die to slavery, die to bondage and then live a new life in a new place given by God. That was salvation. Salvation in context of the Old Testament. Salvation in context of the New Testament is dying in the old body of sin and living in the new life given by God. Are we understanding? Okay, let's go to Romans chapter 6. <clears throat> Romans chapter 6 okay hallelujah verse 3 to 9 verses 3 to 9 listen to me carefully now or do you or do you not know that as many as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death okay Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, even we also should walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. That the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves of sin. Verse number 7. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we also shall live with him. That is salvation. And how does salvation occur? When you go through the baptism of the sea. The baptism of the sea or the baptism of the water is the baptism of death. Okay, are we understanding? 
when they went through the sea and that is what apostle paul is speaking the going through the sea they had another routes they had another way to go right they could go to the way of the through the way of the philistines and god said no i would not allow them to go through there but because if they see war their hearts will faint and they will go back to what god wanted to see god does not wants to take you into his blessings through any way but through jesus christ are we understanding because jesus is the way and how do we attain how do we uh, get installed in the way of jesus is through the death of jesus through the baptism of death that is the baptism of water are we understanding the scripture tonight okay that is what paul is speaking they were baptized through water i am i am covering the water part now okay so let me take you to another scripture first peter chapter 3 first peter chapter 3 verse 18 to 21 18 to 21 for christ listen to me very carefully for christ also suffered once for sins the just for the unjust that he might bring us to god being put to death in the flesh but made alive by the spirit that is what christ did he died in the flesh made alive by the spirit by whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison that is another revelation not going into that that christ went into the underworld and all those things but verse number 20 is something to ponder upon to the, tonight who formerly who formerly were disobedient when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of noah while the ark was being prepared in which a few that is eight souls were saved through water underline that saved through water so noah and the eight the eight people of noah's family what they underwent the baptism of the water are we understanding the baptism of the sea or baptism of the water okay verse number 21 there is also an antitype which now saves us baptism not the removal of the filth of the flesh but the answer of a good conscience towards god through the resurrection of jesus christ here peter speaks now now do you agree with me the baptism of water is the baptism of death of jesus christ yes hallelujah the baptism of water is where a person dies with jesus and lives in the new newness of life where a person dies to egypt where a person dies to sin where a person dies completely you see those who are alive in the flesh are not alive to god they are dead to god but those who are dead in the flesh and alive in the spirit are truly alive to god that is how god created the original man adam and eve okay that my spirit will you see you shall not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil what was that tree of having one's own knowledge of good and evil so adam and eve were created in a way that they are if god is not with them they are handicapped they cannot function because they had to be dependent on the knowledge of god not on their own knowledge and that is the spirit life everyone say the spirit life the spirit life okay christians are supposed to salvation as is when we enter the spirit life what does jesus says anyone you can be only be born again when you are born out of what water and spirit are we understanding 
the water is what the baptism of death the spirit is what the resurrection of the new life water and spirit are we understanding the scriptures that is what is salvation 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 is not only getting emotionally uh, convicted by the music that is played and after that preacher comes and says come whoever wants to accept jesus come as you are salvation is when the holy spirit works the death of jesus in us Amen. Hallelujah. hallelujah that is when a person is truly saved okay hallelujah are we understanding oh my hallelujah so peter is speaking about the meaning of the water baptism he's saying that what happened to noah they were all saved by the water hallelujah that means when the world was dying even noah's family was dying not to not real death but they were dying to the old world of sin which was filled with corruption do you know when, when jesus will come back at a blink of an eye our bodies will be changed okay go and read the book of first corinthians the bodies will be changed at a blink of an eye and this corruptible body that means the body that can perish perishable body will be changed into a incorruptible body immortal body and then the power of death which is the greatest fear of men will lose grip over our lives we will no longer die hallelujah amen we will no longer die that is what will happen when jesus come what will come with him is eternal salvation everyone say eternal salvation hallelujah those who are in the ways of god those who are living a pure life not not being a perfect life but repenting every day and cleansing every day they will be caught up in the air how not with this body i will get a glorious body i will get the glorious body which will never perish never perish never get decayed hallelujah in corruption will put on mortality will put on immortality and death will lose its power oh death where is your sting oh hades where is your power hell will lose the power over us that is when jesus comes back eternal salvation hallelujah this salvation we have on earth is temporary this salvation are we understanding salvation it's not we accept jesus we get the ticket to heaven no 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 not like that this salvation is temporary and the holy spirit is a guarantee if we have the spirit of god it's a guarantee that when jesus comes back we will get the new body that will be the eternal salvation so this salvation is given to us we have to walk what does the bible say in philippians philippians chapter 2 that work on your salvation with fear and trembling amen hallelujah and we take this salvation this salvation if we maintain in it if we work on it and continue continue till the end we will be saved we will attain the eternal salvation once the body is changed into the glorious body then you don't have to worry after that you will go to heaven hallelujah after that there will be no temptation there will be no fighting with sin fighting with the devil nothing no crying no tears no electricity bill payment there will be nothing because in 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 heaven there will be no bulbs no tube lights the lord will be the glory will be the sunlight 
his face will be the light in the place of heaven his glory hallelujah are we understanding israel got that chance israel got that chance and we all have that chance because we are all have received jesus christ and we are baptized in water as we were as as into into his death are we understanding people okay hallelujah let's go to another scripture to give you some scriptural base of what i am saying is from the bible first peter chapter 2 verse 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 9 but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light in other words in context of the old testament called you out of egypt into his new place into his promised life salvation what does god do does god takes us out of darkness god takes us takes us out of slavery to sin bondage of sin and bondage of curses and all those things and brings us in a new life that is his light hallelujah that is his glorious life that is his spirit life that is salvation are we understanding salvation and baptism okay that is salvation that is baptism okay and it's not ignoring what i what the that we have to accept and confess jesus is lord and god raised him from the dead romans chapter 10 okay that is that is when the salvation starts okay he takes us when we accept jesus he will take us we have to allow him to take but here israel was resisting we will come to that so okay going back to exodus chapter 14 verse 13 where moses saw, speaks about salvation are we understanding now what is salvation according to moses because in exodus chapter 14 verse 13 he told israel today you will see the salvation today you will see the salvation of the lord yes and moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the lord which he will accomplish for you today that means today you will go out hallelujah for the egyptians whom you see today now that is that is the power of salvation stay with me for the egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more forever what does that means when you accept jesus as your lord and savior and go through his death accept his death in your body and die to yourself and live for god what happens is your past life your past thoughts your past bondage the past demons age lock bondages will break over your life completely those demons that used to control you that alcoholic spirit that used to control you that smoking that used to control you you could not get rid of smoking you will no longer smoke you will no longer drink alcohol because those egyptians that used to control you you shall see what no more salvation when you have true salvation when you have the complete salvation of jesus christ in your life the egyptians you will see no more you will get out of the addictions i am telling you i am not teaching a theory i have experienced his salvation when i was 19 years old in the merchant navy college hallelujah many pastors preached to me and i was also water baptized before that but i was still in the old life but in my hostel room i was completely broken long story short and i did not had pay fees to pay in the college you know to continue my studies of engineering in the merchant navy 
because that was god's plan god's plan was not for me to work there he wanted to take me out and that was the time in the night when the room the room lights were shut off the lord jesus entered my room hallelujah and i cried profusely rubbing my face on the ground i could not see him i saw his form because the light coming from him was so bright so bright i could not look like this to him i could not because my head my heart was heavy so i could not bear his glory that time and i was crying rubbing my face on the ground and after i think after few minutes i heard a voice i forgive you and he went he did not speak much he said i forgive you and i stopped crying suddenly i felt light and i went to bed after that day everything that i used to do i stopped doing i did not know what happened i started to hate those things even the desire came in my heart that i want to leave the navy college that is salvation Amen. oh lord when the holy spirit when the lord jesus hallelujah takes you out of darkness completely hallelujah we will come to that if even after attaining salvation you are still smoking you are still drinking alcohol there is manipulation that has crept in your salvation hallelujah and those things from which jesus took you out you have let it creep in your life and that is what happened with israel okay that is we will come to that how it happened how it happened we will come to that okay are we understanding the egyptians you see you will see them no more the egyptians you see the, see today you will see them no more sin addictions that you used to keep you that used to keep you under bondage you will have no hold over your life because god owns your life egypt is not the owner pharaoh is not the owner the snake of egypt is not the owner the lord has become the owner that is called the lordship of jesus christ when we see say jesus you are my lord that means he is in complete control i cannot do anything of myself i cannot exercise my own will he is the lord he will tell me he will instruct me and his words i will follow he who loves me obeys my commandments he is a real christian hallelujah okay so that is about salvation okay now let's go in exodus chapter 14 itself let's jump to verse number uh verse number 19 okay verse number 19 and the angel of the lord who went before the camp of israel moved and went behind them and the now i have covered what is paul saying in first corinthians chapter 10 they were baptized into moses in the cloud and in the in the sea i covered the water part of baptism now what is the baptism of the cloud what is the baptism of the cloud now listen to me very carefully the bible says that when they were coming out oh no sorry when, when they were at the red sea the red sea did not part just by raising the rod moses had to raise the rod for a whole night and the east winds came and parted the red sea so before the red sea could be parted there was a waiting time for israel okay what before they could go through the red sea into the promised land there was what a waiting time for israel and because they are see that is the problem these people did not want to wanted to wait on god okay 
what happened is that's why they were complaining against Moses in front is the Red Sea and behind is the army of Egypt why did you bring us to kill us here why because they could not wait on God the baptism of of the cloud will only occur when people wait on God they have the capacity of and the faith to stay in the presence of God to stay under where the cloud you see the cloud took them where they needed needed to go they could not go the cloud signifies the cloud signifies the Holy Spirit okay stay with me very and listen to me very carefully if the cloud stood at one place they had to stay at one place and wait there you cannot go there whatever you think you think the Egyptians will come and kill you no but you have to wait there okay and they could not wait they started to complain and all those things you know that and that is the problem with Christians they could not sit at one place and wait on God until the spirit moves them we want to do a lot of things in our own flesh and by our own efforts but we don't want to wait for the spirit of God to move and then we will move with him are we understanding and that was the situation and that was the condition of the people of Israel stay with me okay and then what happened is they were complaining but they were made to wait and because Moses encouraged them that don't worry don't be afraid you will see the salvation of the Lord so don't worry you will not die here and they waited at the encouragement of Moses and what happened is the cloud which was above them went behind them why it went behind them because the people of the army of Egypt the enemy of the past did not wanted them to go out of Egypt yes the Egypt the devil and the dark kingdom does not want you to go out of that addiction does not want you to go out of that bondage of slavery they don't they will hunt and come for you and your protection is in staying and waiting in the presence of God because when they waited listen to me when they waited the cloud went behind them and to them the cloud gave light but to the army of Egypt the cloud was gave released darkness hallelujah so the people who wait on God in the presence of God can never die the devil cannot touch them that is the power of waiting in the presence of God my God I have told you Elijah was not a man of the pulpit he was not a preacher no he did not preach much he was a man of the hiding he hid most of the time what was his ministry he came and told Ahab a a 10 or 15 seconds word there will be no rain in Israel except that my word that's what that was his preaching went back he hid in the brook of Cherith then he hid in Zarephath we see that Elijah that's why he was a man of power those who can sit in under the cloud those who can wait in the presence of God are the men of power in the end times because those Elijah's will come back that spirit the anointing of Elijah will come back it will only come on those people who have equipped themselves to receive that Elijah anointing and how to equip yourself in receiving the Elijah anointing wait under the cloud wait with the cloud wait 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 there till the time the Lord does not moves you till the time the spirit does not moves you hallelujah and the Bible says when they waited the cloud protected them are we understanding 
that was the baptism in the cloud hallelujah what happened on the day of pentecost holy spirit did not did not suddenly came when they were in the they were waiting at one place they were waiting in one room and they were baptized in the holy spirit the baptism under the cloud is the baptism of the holy spirit listen to me carefully what happens when you are baptized in the holy spirit what happens when you baptize when you are baptized in the holy spirit when you are baptized in the holy spirit you are covered and hidden in god Amen. that's why jesus said that you have the authority i have given you the authority to trample over what snakes and the scorpions and nothing by no means shall harm you hallelujah yes i am telling you i have i have seen big spirits i have seen a spirit in the night which was taller than my building my building is 18 story building it came and stood before me it 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 was so tall but it could not harm me because i am hidden in god with christ that is the baptism of the cloud everyone say the baptism of the cloud yes my god hallelujah the baptism of the cloud is the baptism of the holy spirit when you wait on god to continue in him not turning back to egypt not turning back to the old things the holy spirit the holy spirit will cover you protect you hide you provide you coverage Amen. yes that is the baptism of the holy spirit hallelujah let's go to a scripture quickly colossians chapter 3 verse 3 <clears throat> colossians chapter 3 verse 3 for you died and your life is hidden with christ in god what is that this is the sermon i am talking about first you died what attained salvation baptized in water you died and then you are hidden now baptism of the cloud are we understanding yes for you died and your life is hidden with christ in god everyone say that for i died and my life is hidden with christ in god say that yes you died means salvation okay and the baptism of the water and then you are hidden baptism of the cloud are we understanding people people of god okay hallelujah so that is what the that colossians chapter 3 verse 3 means it is a gist of the christian journey of what baptism and salvation does in one's life so when you are when okay that is a insurance policy the luke chapter 10 was 19 where it says nothing by no means shall harm you will not work for you automatically it will work for you when you stay under the cloud when you stay under the authority and the instructions of god hallelujah i am telling you you cast out you cast out demons you do whatever under the cloud under the instructions of the lord and this demons however however mighty and powerful how may how how much ever people and missionaries and servants of god they might have killed in the past but they cannot touch you because you are under the cloud you are covered by the cloud you are covered in the holy spirit hallelujah they cannot kill you they cannot kill you people try to kill elijah Jezebel tried to kill almost he was he was going to die almost he was going to suicide i told you the pattern i will not go into that what was the revelation of Jezebel and Elijah but why did he survive because he was the man of the hiding he was the man who used to stay under the cloud 
and that is why he was survived because he went to the mountain of Horeb. Okay, God, the angels came. He went to the mountain of Horeb because the mountain of Horeb is where the cloud will come and hide him in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. God, God is not looking for preachers. Yeah, no, no, no. There are many preachers. Many can preach. He is not looking for pastors. He is not looking for healing evangelists. No. He is not looking for, your, for people with money. He, he does not have a shortage of those people. He does not have a shortage of finances. God is looking for Elijahs. God is looking for seekers. God is looking for... Yes, that is, that is what his heart is. And I am telling you his heart. We are, we are, most of us are interested in ministry, in preaching, doing this, healing people and this and that. But he is not in shortage of those three people. He is in shortage of men of the hiding. Men who can stay, who have the appetite to be there. Hallelujah. And I am telling you, for a long time, the Lord has kept me here in the wilderness. For a long time, I have not gone on the pulpit. Because I know the season. I know and understand the seasons of God. Hallelujah. So, are we understanding? Now, let's go to the scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Now, read that and you will understand what Apostle Paul means. Now, let's read from verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud. Now, you understand under the cloud? All passed through the sea. Baptism of the death. You understand that? All were baptized into Moses. Now, into Moses is a vast topic, so I am not covering it. Into Moses means the Moses. Moses was the Jesus of the Old Testament. I told you that. Yeah, he was the Jesus of the Old Testament. I can write a whole book about how Moses was the Jesus of the Old Testament. Many of the things like the spirit upon Moses was distributed. The spirit on Jesus was distributed to the church, the five offices. And then Moses was the one who took the responsibility of people on himself. He said, blot out my name from the book of life, but let them live. Yeah, that was Jesus. That was the spirit of Christ in Moses. Because you have to understand now, when the people of Israel were coming out of Egypt, when the people of Israel were coming out of Egypt, they were in sin. They were in idolatry. But God still took them out of Egypt. Now comes the point that why... Why if someone receives Jesus, okay, is water baptized, goes to a church, has the Holy Spirit, can still go to hell? Why? Why? Because many people, when they enter the, the new life, in their luggage bags, there are the idols of Egypt. They hold on. They hold on to the past things. Do you remember what Jesus said? Jesus said that if you, if you pour old wine into new wine skins the old wine will destroy the new wine skin it will burst open new wine should be only poured in the new wine skin the danger of getting into the stage of salvation water baptism baptism in the cloud with with old things with old things is what the problem is that is the problem and that is what Israel did. I want to take you to a revelation from the book of Ezekiel. Okay, uh, let's go to the book of Ezekiel chapter 20. Ezekiel chapter 20. Hallelujah. 
and verse number 6 verse number 6 Ezekiel 22:0 verse number 6 on that day I raised my hand in an oath to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt into a land that I had searched out for them hallelujah flowing with milk and honey the glory of all the lands by the way this scripture is my favorite scripture you know why because the the bible says the lord said i searched out a land for them flowing with milk and honey glory of all the lands and that scripture speaks to me that whenever the lord searches some blessings for you he gives you the best of all yes he gives you the best he searches what, which is the best one and I will give this to my child Amen. hallelujah that scripture is very encouraging to me verse number seven okay in any which ways let's go ahead then I said to them each of you throw away the abominations which are before his eyes and do not defile yourself with the idols of Egypt I am the Lord your God when he is speaking to speaking to Israel when they were coming out of Egypt when it was time for them to come out he's speaking to them do not take the idols but they rebelled against me and would not obey me. They did not cast, did not all cast away the abominations which were before their eyes, nor did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury on them and fulfill my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. But I acted for my namesake that it should not be profaned before the Gentiles among whom they were in whose sight I had made myself known to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, I made them go out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. You see that? The journey was long, not because God, God is slow. No, no, no. God is not slow. The journey was long because they took some old idols which they worshipped in Egypt. They, in their luggage bag, yeah, that is right. People when they go through salvation, when they are water baptized, when they are baptized under the cloud, cloud in their baggage, there are the old things. There are the old things. And that is what causes delays in a Christian journey. I, I encountered my Lord Jesus in the year 2011 when I was 19 years old. And now it's 2022. In a span of 10 years I am here because I did not carry the baggage of Egypt yeah but I know Christians 30 years 40 years still in bondage why is God slow God who worked out for my good will work out for them I know it but why is that journey so slow 25 years 30 years still fighting with what Fighting with worship, idol worship. Fighting with teeny weeny sins. Still in that same place. Why? They are taking the baggage. People of God, are you there with me? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Since this is a Zoom, I don't know where people are sitting and sleeping. I don't know. That's why I have to. So, so listen to me very carefully. When we enter the new life with the old baggage of Egypt, it will... It will it will cause delays in the journey of, of uh, the, 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 to the promised land. It will cause a lot of delays. I am telling you, for you to, to, to attain, you know, for you to be mightily used by God in His grace, in His spirit, 10 years, walk, you, you walk with Him and you come there. 10 years, that is what is my evaluation. 
Hallelujah. But there are Christians 20 years, 25 years. Why they are not moving ahead? Baggage of the idols. Hallelujah. They are, they are saved Christians. They go to a very good church. They go, they are water baptized. They are speaking in tongues Christians, filled with the Holy Spirit. But baggage of the idols. You see that when Israel was going out of Egypt, God did not, God wanted to kill them all there. Because they were rebellious against God. No, we want to take the idols. No, in the new life, I want to take, you know, that is okay. I can do that even still. Okay. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? And when we enter the new life of the spirit with the baggage of the old things, because the old wine will destroy our new wine skin, the new life that we have. If we put an old patch of cloth on a new cloth, it will ruin the whole new cloth. That is what Jesus said. And that is what is the meaning of it. You cannot enter the newness of life with the old garbage that you had. The garbage can be anything. They, they can be some sins. They can be addictions. They can be worshipping idols. They can be traditions. Hallelujah. They can be your own mindset. They can be sins like of misery. You are miser. Holding on to money. Loving money. All those things. When you take it in the new life. Your journey will be elongated. That's why God took them in the wilderness. He did not take them to the promised land. When you take the things of Egypt with you on the way to the promised land, you cannot enter God's promised land. In other words, you cannot enter God's rest. Many Christians have many things in their life, but they are not in rest. You see their faces, they will always be afraid or sometimes anxious, sometimes hyperactive. No rest. No rest. Why? The baggage of Egypt, the idols of Egypt, still moving on with them. Are we understanding? Okay. I am telling you that one can be saved. One can be water baptized, baptized into the death of Jesus. One can be baptized in the Holy Spirit under the cloud, experience those dimensions, speak in tongues and still perish in the wilderness. Yes, still go to hell because they did not get rid of the idols of Egypt. Hallelujah. Don't follow a sermon or a preacher which says once you are saved, forever you are saved. That is the snake speaking. That is the snake speaking. I told you last Friday I talked about the spirit. The greatest weapon of the devil is lies and deception. That is the poison of the snake. Hallelujah. We have to work on our salvation with fear and trembling. Okay, are we together? Let's go to the first Corinthians chapter hallelujah thank you jesus first corinthians chapter 10 verse number 5 onwards we re read till verse 4 let's read move on from verse 5 but with most of them now after the they were baptized into moses they were baptized into the sea they were baptized into the uh, baptized into moses i cannot cover that today okay but for now it's only required for you to understand what uh, to understand the voice of God today to the, about the baptism in the sea and the baptism in the cloud, which I already told you. And after drinking the spiritual food, eating the spiritual food and drinking the spiritual drink and all those things. And but verse number five, they were not saved. Verse number five says, but with most of them, God was not well pleased. Hmm? Hallelujah. Why? Well, he was not well pleased for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. They died. They could not enter the promised land. Hallelujah. I pray every day for Christians. Yes, this is my point. 
this is the this is the burden of god's heart many of them have left out of egypt but god is afraid they, are, they will not make it to the promised land god is afraid they will not make it to the promised land because they are rebellious they are stiff necked they do not want to get rid of their old egyptians habit that's why they cannot enter heaven hallelujah are we understanding so god was not well pleased with them that's why they ended in the wilderness they ended in the desert and could not make it till the promised land okay in other words what in the in the context of the new testament that we people will end in their perishable bodies they will not put on the incorruptible immortal bodies that is the that that body will take you to the promised land to heaven where there is nothing incorruptible nothing immortal nothing mortal everything is immortality so so that is what that is what the holy spirit is saying my beloved that is what the holy spirit i i hope how much i can express the intensity of the word that the lord gives me hallelujah that people have experienced me rahul people have experienced salvation from me people have experienced the baptism of water baptism of my spirit experienced my power yet they don't want to get rid of the things of egypt hallelujah that is what the lord is speaking to the churches that is what the lord is speaking to the christians that is what is the prophetic voice the heart of god to the to the global church to the believers globally okay hallelujah but with most of them god was not well pleased for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness okay let us start a new journey of revelation from verse 6 it says verse 6 now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted okay what lust after evil things what is lusting lusting after evil things was segregated by apostle paul in four categories the first one in, is in verse 7 okay stay with me very carefully now verse number 7 and do not become idolaters as were some of them as it is written the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play okay hallelujah what first is idolatry verse 7 says they they became idolaters and verse 7 what it says they people sat down to eat and drink and rose up and rose up to play okay let's go to the book of exodus chapter 32 okay i have already told you that people when they were journeying there were the idols of egypt in their bags okay and moses went up to the mountain to seek god for 40 days and night but they became impatient and they asked aaron to build a god for them who can lead them out of egypt exodus chapter 32 verses 5 verses 5 so when aaron saw it he built an altar before it and aaron made a proclamation and said tomorrow is a feast to the lord okay then they rose early on the next day everyone say rising rose early no one wants to rise up early to read the bible ha huh? no one wants to rise early to to seek god no one wants to rise early 
for for a meeting of you know a fellowship of god's people these people they don't want to sacrifice their sleep for jehovah god but for the feast of that idol they rose up early that is the attitude that is the attitude when a person is carrying egypt in him hallelujah you give god secondary importance give the word of god secondary importance but if there is a picnic and you are going without out with your smoking and drinking friends you will rise up early you will be excited but go to the church no 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 my hand is paining today i will not go to the church my eye is paining no i saw the tv and then no no i will not go to the church yeah hallelujah they rose up early they rose up early on the next day offered burnt offerings brought peace offerings they gave money they gave their animals to this new god to the idols oh my god and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play why do why do this people of israel now many i want to clear out a misconception about uh, when you think about the people of israel in egypt you think about oh how hard labor were they in they were in hard bondage they were working they were not working 24 into 7 they were also enjoying their meat they were they were dancing and playing before the idols of egypt they were enjoying the festivals of egypt yes they were because the bible says again and again they say oh how we enjoyed the meat of egypt how we enjoyed the onions how we en- enjoyed the cabbage the cauliflower and oh oh my god they also talk about the vegetables the, uh, the meat and the wonderful things in egypt so they were enjoying by the way in egypt ha huh? hallelujah and christians after journeying being baptized into the water into the death of jesus being baptized in the holy spirit experience dimension of god still some people talk about oh how i enjoyed with my old friends oh how i enjoyed when i used to have girlfriends let me go this sunday skip the church and go out with my those friends the old friends oh my god don't go with your old friends you are going back to egypt my friend hallelujah when you are in christ you are consecrated separated from egypt you cannot go back i never even called my old friends you know how was i i used to sit on the on the streets doing all the rowdy acts on the streets with a group of people i had many friends but when i came in christ i don't even call them I, there no number of them in my phone Amen. disconnection disconnection why i cannot take egypt in me that is egypt those things i used to do was egypt hallelujah are we understanding people okay they they hallelujah they saw, so what i am saying they used to enjoy in egypt so why do you why people want to worship idols because in worshiping idols there is not a sense of dependability there is a sense of enjoyment those who stay in india they know the idol worship that that goes on in india there is nothing religious or discipline in that everyone enjoys when the festivals of the idols come hallelujah so there is a sense of the that gives casualty to the flesh and freedom to the flesh when you worship an idol whatever you want to do you can do because the idol cannot speak to you worshiping worshiping an idol is just is just a excuse of having one's own ways and desires of the flesh to be fulfilled are we understanding hallelujah they did not pray to the calf 
they were enjoying playing dancing drinking before the calf the golden calf hallelujah so worshiping an idol is to fulfill one's own lust and desires of the flesh you see that okay that is the that is the first sin that is the first sin when people want to go back and they they miss the wonderful things they used to enjoy when they were unbelievers when they were in sin when they were in bondage okay verse number 8 that's point number 2 let's go back to second corinthians chapter 10 oh sorry first corinthians chapter 10 let's go back to that chapter verse number 8 is point number 2 nor let us nor let us commit sexual immortality as some of them did and in one day 23000 23000 fell point number 2 is sexual immorality now what is sexual immorality signifying sexual immorality here in this context what paul is speaking he is speaking in context of what happened in numbers chapter 25 what happened is number numbers chapter 25 is people of israel started to fellowship with the people of moab okay and they get got so used to people of moab they started worshiping the idols i don't have time let's go there okay numbers chapter 1 sorry numbers chapter 25 verse 1 to 9 stay with me and uh, here it says that now israel numbers 25 verse 1 now israel remained in the acacia grove and the people people began to commit harlotry with the women of moab okay they invited the people to to the sacrifices of their gods and the people ate and bowed down to their gods So Israel was joined to Baal of Peor and the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, "Take all the leaders of the people and hang the offenders before the Lord out in the sun that they the fierce anger of the Lord may turn away from Israel." So Moses said to the judges of Israel, "Every one of you kill his men who were joined to Baal of Peor." and indeed one of the children of israel came and presented to his brethren a midianite woman in the sight of moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of israel who were weeping at the door of the tabernacle of meeting stay with me now when phinehas the son of eleazar the son of aaron the priest saw it he rose from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand and he went after the man of israel into the tent and thrust both of them through the man of israel and the woman through the through her body so the plague was stopped among the children of israel you see that what israel was doing is what paul is speaking the point number 2 is committing sexual immorality sexual immorality in the revelation of paul what he is speaking is signifies having intimate relationships with unbelievers what is that having close intimate relationship with unbelievers you cannot have intimate relationship with unbelievers when you are in your new life what israel was doing is going and sitting in the temples and in the streets of moab fellowshipping is not the children of god's fellowship the believers fellowship enough for you you want to go and fellowship with the people having close and to the extent that they wanted to marry the women of moab and the women of the midianites how did solomon fell 
the wives of solomon made solomon fall why the wives of solomon were what they were unbelievers some were there from egypt some from the median medianites some from moab i forgot the number of the wives of solomon but solomon married all foreign wives hallelujah the bible says in second corinthians chapter 5 uh, sorry chapter 6 verse 14 to 16 do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers what fellowship does light have with darkness believers who are unmarried do not marry a unbeliever don't say oh after i get married to the unbeliever i will bring him to christ no you are getting yoked to a person who is a idol worshipper when you are a believer search for a believer to get married otherwise your married life will be terrible you will regret that you got married when you you will be 55 years of age when you are in god you have experienced salvation you have gone through the baptism of death you have experienced the holy spirit marry a spirit filled man or a spirit filled woman or that marriage will destroy you because that marriage that man will take you back to egypt are we understanding young people who are potential brides and brides bridegrooms don't marry don't be unequally yoked with an unbeliever are we understanding yes what people of israel were doing the second case is first is worshiping of idols second is intimate fellowship with unbelievers hallelujah i am a young guy i don't have friends but i have my greatest friend jesus christ hallelujah i don't fellowship with unbelieving people i am not saying oh if you see an unbeliever just turn your face and go away no say hi to them what the bible says is do not be yoked with them okay you can say hi hello oh how are you how are things happening i am not saying do that i am not telling hate them but don't be unequally yoked to them don't be intimate with them that every day 3 hours 4 hours you are sitting with them you are talking on the phone with them all nonsense all unnecessary things hallelujah that is getting intimate with a person who is not of god are we understanding people these are important things and that was the downfall of egypt the second point okay another thing is in the church in the church be aware of fake christians in the church those who are the sons of darkness stay with me paul speaks that in first corinthians chapter 5 okay are you guys awake rest of them those who are not on the screen say amen not on the screen those who are off screen remove your mute and say amen oh my god amen amen hallelujah amen 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 ara rabau sakati ara manta okay where was i first corinthians i said chapter 5 <clears throat> and verse number 9 onwards listen to me very carefully verse number 9 i wrote to you in my epistle not to keep company with sexually immoral people okay stay with me yet i certainly did not mean with the sexually immoral people of this world or with the covetous or extortioners or idolaters since that you would need to go out of the of the world but now i have written to you not to keep company with anyone named a brother huh? anyone named a brother who is sexually immoral or covetous or idolater or a reviler or a drunkard or an extortioner 
not even to eat with such a person do, do you understand now Paul is saying when I I told you in my epistle do not keep company with the wrong people with sexually immoral extortioners lovers of money I did not mean that the people of the world I meant the fake Christians the fake brothers in the church yeah that is what the Bible says inside the church don't fellowship with the fake Christians they say they believe in Christ but they are what they are idolaters they are covetous they are sexually immoral they are reviler they are drunkards yes do not fellowship and Paul says do not even sit to eat with that person stay away stay away because if if you are strong enough not to go in the world what the enemy does is what Egypt does Egypt sends his agents inside the church hallelujah to deceive people in the church to cause division in the church the snakes when they are not you are not going and fellowshipping with the world the snakes will come in inside the fellowship of God's people inside the church and Paul says do not keep fellowship yes one of the very reason why when your salvation can be corrupted is when you are having constant intimate relationships with the children of darkness with someone whom God does not want you to be with hallelujah they can take you back to Egypt and that is what happened with Israel verse number 9 in 1st Corinthians going back to 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse number 9 that is the third problem in verse number 9 what is the third problems problem nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents what is tempting tempting Christ tempting Christ is despising his words and the blessings he gives you that is point number one despising his word and the blessings he gives you let's go to numbers chapter 21 4 to 8 to understand that Numbers chapter 21 verse 4 to 8 Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom and the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way and the people spoke against God and against Moses Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water and our soul loathes this worthless bread God's manna what they call God's manna our soul is loads our soul loads we are done with this worthless manna we are done with the word of God we are done with the words of Jesus we are done with this prayer thing we are done with this meeting thing and all those things hallelujah despising the word of God despising the word of Christ is tempting tempting Christ do not never my, my dear people listen to me very carefully many of you and many Christians are familiar so familiar with Christ so familiar with the word of God you need to sit in the presence of God and ask God to revive you and give you a fresh revelation fresh fresh revelation that would revive you don't get so familiar with Jesus do you remember the woman who had a blood flow issue of 12 years came and touched the hem of the garment and got healed but there were many touching Jesus they did not receive the power the disciples were also touching Jesus and, the, and these are, these are, Jesus so many are touching you and are, are you asking me are you asking us who touched you 
Jesus said, no, this woman, this person who touched me, she touched me not with familiarity with me. She touched me with hunger and expectation. Disciples were all there with Jesus. They became too familiar with Jesus. So the power could not be transferred into them. When you become too familiar with Christian activities, reading the word becomes a religion for you. People start to speak, oh, I am done with the word. What the word of God will do? Oh, the word of God. You talk about this word. This is the most powerful weapon. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Tempting Christ. I am talking about tempting Christ. That is tempting Christ. Despising his word. Become familiar, becoming familiar with his word. Oh, I know all those things. Oh, I know this. I, no. we, have, we are Christians from birth, you see. We have read the Bible. My father was a pastor. My mother was a singer. And uh, we have read the Bible. We know all those things. Hallelujah. Don't teach us. Don't, don't, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't teach us. Oh, we know the Holy Spirit. Okay, okay. Huh? Please, please. Don't speak to us. That... Oh, hallelujah. You have become too familiar, religious, hallelujah, with Jesus, with the word of God, with Christianity. And God needs to visit you with a fresh wave of revival. That will only happen when you stop tempting Christ, when you stop despising his words. Are we understanding? Okay. Point number two is about what is tempting Christ. Point number two is tempting God is threatening God and demanding on God. Yes. Tempting God is threatening God. God, if you don't do this, I will not go to the church. God, if you don't do this, I will not read the Bible for one month. You have to do this. Some Christians say, oh, if God will do this, then only I will believe in God. What nonsense you are talking. Does your opinion make God not a God? No, your opinion does not matter. He is, I am who I am. He is God by himself. And our opinion does not matter to God does not matters to Jesus Christ. Okay, let's go to a scripture to real uh, to understand that Exodus chapter 17. Exodus chapter 17 verse number 2. Therefore the people contended with Moses and said give us water that we may drink. So Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? Hallelujah. I am using the tone of the people. Give us water. Give us water. Demanding God. Give me this. Give me that. Oh, the lot of prayers have become like that. That is not the right way to pray, by the way. Demanding God. I want this. I want that. That is actually, you are not praying to God. You are tempting God. Huh? Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Moses says, why do you tempt the Lord? And the people thirsted there for water. And the people complained against Moses and said, why is it you have brought us up out of Egypt? To kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst. So Moses cried out to the Lord and said, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. Hallelujah. Complaining is not praying, by the way. Lord, why have uh, why you have given me this job? Why you have given me this? Why you have given me that? Complaining and asking God is not praying, it is tempting God. Okay, that is what tempting God is striking God, demanding God. That is what the error was of Moses was. The rock which was Christ, he strike the rod on the rock. He striked it, demanding, I want it Lord. No, God does not listen to people who demand on, you know, demand in the wrong way. God listens to the cry of the righteous and of the humble. Amen. 
God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. What is grace? Grace is I, I cannot preach. I cannot teach. But the, the reason I am teaching to you today is the grace. Is the grace. And why I did I receive the grace? Because I tell you in my walk with God, I have never asked one question to God saying why. Never I have asked. Not boasting in my flesh. But I know whatever God does is true. He is righteous. He is the just judge. Hallelujah. Humble yourself down under the mighty hand of God and pray. God listens to the cry and the words of a humble person. Today many Christians are demanding on God. I want this. I, this should happen. That should happen. God will not work in your ways. He, God or the servant of God is not a wizard. He is not an occultic person, an occultist, occultic master. <coughs> you go to wizards and witches, an occultic person and you demand, okay, I want this happen. And they will give you certain demons and, and make it happen. So, there is no requirement of humility. But when you come to God, first of all, prayer is not asking God. Prayer is aligning your mind with the will of God. That is prayer. And that's when you start to ask the Lord as per his will. If you don't ask the Lord as per his will, in the name of Jesus, those prayers will not be answered. Hallelujah. But these people did not knew prayer because they tempted God. And the company of the, those people for a long time, Moses was with them. Moses became like them. Oh, that's why I tell ministers of the gospel, pastors, don't be pressurized by your congregation. Take time and go alone with God. Don't stay in between of them. For a long time. Don't be influenced by your congregation. Are we understanding people? Pastors who are here. Do not be pressurized. That is what took off Aaron. He was pressurized by the demands of people. And Aaron along with them became an idol worshipper. He made the golden calf. These people who were complaining, threatening. It got into Moses. Moses also strike the rod. On the rock which was Christ. Hallelujah. Yes, if pastors are too, pastors who are too concerned about their church members, who cannot stay without the pulpit, who cannot stay without concerned about the congregation, they will fall. You do not have to be close to your congregation, dear pastor. You have to be close to God. You have to be under the cloud. Hallelujah. Moses did not fall when Aaron fell. Why? Because Aaron was among the people that time. But Moses was on the mountain. Amen. You see, Moses was away from the people and close to God. You have to, ministers of the gospel, listen to me. Take this advice from me. Don't do ministry at a stretch for many months. Take time out, maybe every once or in two months. And go alone with God. Go in the secret place. Don't talk to the congregation. Don't talk to anyone. Go with God. That will keep you on track. Hallelujah. That will keep you on track. Hallelujah. I cannot stay without going to spiritual retreats, personal secret place. I cannot survive, I am telling you. I cannot preach this if I am, I am not connected to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. More than connecting with people. Don't connect with people, by the way. Connect with God. That is all is required. Don't, don't believe in certain doctrines. No, we have to connect with people. We have to have compassion. All those is, is, is there required. I am not saying those things are bad. Yeah, we, but 
we should have connection primarily with God and let not this evil generation. What was the first sermon of Peter? Okay, when the people came during the day of Pentecost, he said that what? Be saved from this perverse generation. That was the first sermon of Peter. What, what did Jesus say, said? If father, mother, brother, sister, you give more importance than me, then you are not my disciples. Be detached emotionally from people. Emotional attachments are the biggest threat. Are the biggest threat for the downfall of a person who is in Christ. Alleluia. Are we understanding? So point number three I said is tempting God. And I told you two things about tempting God. And point number four, the last one and then we will end. The last one is in verse number 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse number 10. That is our point number 4. It says, nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. You see, when they tempted Christ, they were destroyed by what? Serpents. Not going in that revelation, we don't have time about the bronze snake on the rod. Okay. And when they committed sexual immorality, many of them died. When they worshipped idols, that time also there was a death. Many died. And point number 10, when they complained, okay, as some of them also com they complained and were destroyed by the spirit called a destroyer. Once the Lord spoke to me about a spirit called the destroyer spirit. Okay. Today I will not cover that, but I am just telling you, there is a spirit, evil spirit called the destroyer, which is sent to destroy people. And when it entered them and destroyed them, when they complained. Complaining is not receiving and being joyful what the Lord gives. Complaining is not receiving and being joyful what the Lord gives, but wanting to have your own ways. Numbers chapter 14. Numbers chapter 14, verse 36 and 37. Now the, now the men whom Moses sent to spy out the land, who returned and made all the congregation complain against him by bringing a bad report of the land. Those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before the Lord. And Paul says that plague was done by the spirit called destroyer. Hmm? The destroying spirit. Who died? The spies were sent into the land to bring a report and they brought bad report. They complained and made the people complain. What was the complaint? They did not want it to go in rest into the land of Canaan. They wanted to go back to Egypt. Imagine, imagine people of God. 38 years, they are on the edge of their blessing. And still they are talking about Egypt. Still they are talking about Egypt. I am telling you, the most beautiful life, enjoyable life I have is after I came to Christ. And more beautiful it became when I was baptized with the Holy Spirit. I can never have this blessings and peace what the Lord has given me today. Never ever. But people, these people, listen to me. These people did not recognize the value of God's blessing. Yes, there are many people, you were in garbage, you were in debts, you were in, in loans. God took you and brought you till here. And now there are no loans, you are enjoying, still you crib. 
because why the egypt is more beautiful than you why it is happening why because of the baggage of the idols you have not detached yourself you have not detached yourself do you know what the speciality of a beggar even if you give if, even if you give 5 million dollars to a beggar still he will live a life like that he he will he does not knows how to use it how to live a lifestyle of that 5 million dollar worth hallelujah there was a lady singer in there was a lady in india okay she used to sing and beg for money on the streets and what happened is some music artist music big music director saw her singing on the street so she took that beggar beggar lady lady and brought that lady in her music production and made her famous that lady become very very famous through her singing but just for a span of 3 months she started to act weird on the television and started to curse people on the television when she came in the interview the same beggar habits and what happened is after just after 3 months she was thrown out of the music industry and again now if you go there she is living in the same slum same hut same hut and begging again for money again went there and she says that i am enjoying this i don't want all these things have you seen those people <laughs> hallelujah that that is how this people have had become on the edge of their blessings into the promised land still complain we don't want this we want those things my god hallelujah and paul says that is why even after attaining salvation baptism in death that is in water baptism under the cloud that is the baptism of the holy spirit they perished and paul says very clearly here they are a example for us that is the revelation of a christian journey get rid of the idols of egypt get rid of your old habits you are died you have died in christ and when you die in christ then you are hidden in god with christ then you are covered in god with christ do not let snakes enter you do not let those old habits enter you hallelujah because god is the one who has already taken out of darkness into his into his marvelous light you know what the book of hebrews says after knowing and experiencing salvation even th- those people if they still go into the old sins there does not remains any other sacrifice for them that can save them yes salvation the on the book of life the name can be wiped out believing in jesus and going to the church is not the ticket to heaven it is a it, it is living a life worthy of god's call it is working on your salvation with fear and trembling let us pray we want to pray people of god and uh, how much i ever i can i i hope i can express the intensity with which the words come to me from god yes god's god's heart is burdened with these things that i preach to you his heart is crying for his people he is saying my people i have done i have given them my experience i have done so many things for them i have parted the red sea for them i have baptized them in my spirit i have given them manna i have given them meat i have given them spiritual drink oh i have protected them on the way of the wilderness but still they want to go back to egypt how the lord is afraid that his people 
who have left for the journey to the promised land will be perishing in between yes the lord is burdened and i want to pray and i want to ask you to pray along with me that god will bring a awakening in christians that egypt will be completely detached from the church that the idols of egypt will be completely detached in the mighty name of jesus christ oh lord have mercy on us oh lord have mercy on your people have mercy on us oh lord and tonight we pray in the mighty name of jesus let a wave of conviction let a wave of revival that brings conviction be sent among believers even as we pray as your body let a wave be sent in jesus mighty name and convict the hearts of people that they will root out egypt from them that they will repent oh lord and root out the idols throw away the idols of egypt in the name of jesus christ oh lord you said you will send elijah and elijah will come and bring the hearts of the children back to the father we ask for that anointing we ask for that elijah revival oh god hallelujah sanctify the church we pray tonight sanctify and cleanse your church we pray tonight in jesus mighty name complaining tempting god and all those lord things uh, sexual immorality close intimacy with unbelievers oh lord getting casual with christ getting familiar with the word of god all those problems in christianity all the spirits of egypt and snakes get out of their lives in jesus name i command you leave them leave them out in the name of jesus out of their mind out of their bodies in the mighty name of jesus christ revive us lord revive the churches in the us lord revive the churches in canada revive them lord send a wave of conviction not the revival of healing but the revival of repentance lord the revival of coming back to christ coming back to god oh separating from the world completely oh hallelujah revive us lord thank you lord i am telling you brothers and sisters this meetings are not normal meetings it is doing a mighty work god is doing a mighty work in the realm of the spirit i am telling you it may not show up now but god is doing a mighty work hallelujah hallelujah reba lekhai baraba labansi andaraba lazi altaraba bandi androbo la rabansi aldaraba send down the wave wave and the rain of revival lord on people in jesus mighty name the elijah revival lord the end time revival where people will throw away their idols even as it happened in the city of ephesus the people threw away their magician books lord burnt it lord and the and the and the and the value of it was around uh, around five and a half million dollars lord oh hallelujah people got even as it happened to zacchaeus lord he got rid of his money he gave the money to the poor lord let people get detached from the love of money let them get detached from addictions let them get detached from unbelieving relationships lord let them get detached from the things of the world from the lust of the flesh from the lust of the eyes and the pride of life oh we release deliverance in this meeting i release deliverance to this word i release deliverance i pray every member in this meeting will not fall away in between that they will make it to the promised land i pray that they will make it to the to heaven lord oh to your rest lord oh that at the blink of an eye that our bodies will be changed lord hallelujah from corruptible bodies to incorruptible bodies from mortal bodies to immortal bodies 
from this body of flesh to glorious bodies lord that we will be with you forever lord in jesus mighty name o lord hallelujah the end time ministry is not to heal people or to do social work the end time ministry is to send people to heaven is to equip people for the judgment day in the mighty name of jesus father we give you all the glory on honor and praise i cover all the family members with the blood of jesus i pray especially for those people here who are sick lord having bodily physical sickness lord and in the mighty name of jesus christ lord i release healing lord you said you have already given us the healing by your stripes lord i pray i release healing whatever fever cold lord bodily problems problems in the ears in the eyes lord in jesus name body pain discomfort lord diabetes blood pressure i command it to leave your people in jesus name whatever is hindering them to grow in the lord whatever is whatever is hindering them to grow in the spirit those work of the enemy inside the body the poison of the enemy inside the body let it be rooted out now in jesus mighty name Hallelujah heal your people revive your people both physically and spiritually lord thank you lord once again lord we give you all the families who are here all who were not able to make it we pray and we cover them all with the blood of jesus christ let everyone have a blessed night blessed week ahead lord in jesus mighty name let everyone lord walk in the spirit walk in your word and continue to seek you lord oh yes lord even as you spoke to me Lord I pray that you will raise up diligent seekers Lord men who will stay men and women who will stay in the hiding in Jesus mighty name we cover all of us all our all our family members with the blood of Jesus in Jesus name we pray and we all say and shout amen hallelujah